power that amazes you. Power requires something that is stable in its capacity to withstand the force of what it was designed to pass through. The conduit of power must be concealed and confined to a place where it can be controlled from the place where it originates And Peter and John were going up to the temple at the, at the ninth hour, the hour of prayer. <laughs> Verse number two says, And a man who had been lame from his mother's womb was being carried along, whom they used to set down every day at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful in order to beg alms of those who were entering the temple. Power requires something that is stable in its capacity to do what? To withstand the force of what it was designed to pass through. The conduit of power must be concealed and confined to a place where it can be controlled, where it can be controlled by the place of where it originates from. I want you to repeat this. I want to add this here. I want you to say power. The power of the Lord originates from Him only. The power that I walk in is only originated through the Father. <laughs> and only the Father has control of how that power can be released and used in my life. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart, let it be acceptable let it be strong. For you are my rock, my strength, and my redeemer in Jesus' name. I, I don't know if I'm going to get through all of this today, but when we look and we focus at the intentional ministry, y'all sit on that side over there. Of the apostles, we can see that their course and path reflect that of Jesus' ministry, signs, wonders, and miracles. Acts 3, 1 through 10 is a meditative posture that embraces boldness and humility. Peter and John could have given this man what he wanted and simply just went to the temple to pray. They could have ignored the man as if he wasn't important enough for them to stop. They could have prayed for him and left him in the state that he had been in all of his life, lame, desperate, begging, 
However, knowing their assignment and having been filled with the power, the, the power that had originated from God, from heaven, it's now being controlled and being released through them. Their eyes were open to the need of the people they were serving. The power of healing takes place in a relevant, created space in three different ways. Number one, it engages. Number two, it empowers. And then number three, it encompasses. Three areas where the power of God flows through. When we look at the text here, the man was born lame. For whatever reason, he was born lame. If you know history of the Jewish culture, the Hebraic culture, um, sickness from birth in some instances was a reflection of sin somewhere in the lineage of this man's life. That's what they believed, that when you were sick, you were lame, you couldn't, there was some type of sin that was taking place for for whatever reason, he could not walk. For whatever reason, um, they brought him and they dropped him at the gate. I wonder why they never took him into the house of prayer. <laughs> I, I, I want to open up your mind here. How many times have we dropped sick people, wounded people, abused people, those who were lost and confused, those who had just, for some odd reason, they, they've just been disconnected from living life the way that they've desired to live life and we've only dropped them off at the door of the church. We've only led them to the door of the church. We've, we've never really taken time to, to lead them into the temple. Uh, in many cases, when we look at the temple here, um, in, in, in Old Testament times, New Testament times, uh, these types of people were not invited to be in the temple because they were equated or, or their, their illness or their disease was, was equated to sin. So there was no place for them in the temple. Ooh, could you see that? But it's here, Jesus' death, resurrection, his ascension now opens the door for healing to take place where it was not taking place before. For some odd reason, he was just not healed. Uh, for some odd reason, he just sat there and every day all he thought to do was to beg for alms. Give me, give me, give me. How many times have we come to the door and the presence of God and we only just say, give me, give me, give me. I used to hear Bishop Bill McKinney uh, say all the time, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, I give to you. What, what is the such I have? I can give you Jesus. I can give you the power of Jesus. Uh, I, I can give you the same Jesus that raised me from the gate that I was once sitting at. I, I can give you a Jesus uh, uh, who took care of me in the moments of my life when I didn't know. Silver and gold have I not. But what I have to give you is better than that. 
And so when we see Peter and John, they, they understand that they are on assignment. They, they could have went to the temple and prayed, and I don't believe that, that it would have been an issue. But when you understand that there are people that have been brought to the gate, <laughs> it is our assignment as the church to not walk through the door until we engage in power and allow the Holy Spirit to encompass what has been left sitting at the gate called beautiful. The gate called beautiful. Three strong areas. Number one, the power of healing takes place in a relevant created space where it engages the real issues. <laughs> Peter and John engage the real issue that was at hand in this man's life. He needed the power of God. <laughs> he, he needed to be empowered by the Holy Ghost so that he would not have to sit at this gate anymore. He, he, he needed to be touched. His, his real issue is that he didn't have power for himself. The real issue here is that they set him at the gate and they allowed him to stay there day after day. To go home full. Satisfied of just begging. Your real issue is not that you need more money. Your, your real issue is not that you need a better job. Your, 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 your real issue is that you need the Holy Ghost to empower you to see that you have the power of God on the inside of you to do whatever he's called you to do. So you need to allow him to engage some of the real issues. What are some of the issues that we're dealing with in our life today? Abandonment abuse, addictions, anxiety, depression, frustration, the loss of a loved one, rejection, the real issues. It's not that God is not on your side. It's not that God is working. There is a real issue, a handicap, something that has called you to be, that has caused you to be become lame to the point that you can't walk for yourself. That was the real issue. He couldn't walk for himself. He couldn't stand up for himself. He, he couldn't do for himself. But the power of the Holy Ghost engages real issues it sees beyond just the physical need I want you to look right here at verses 3 and 5 uh, when he saw Peter and John when he saw Peter and John about to go into the temple he began asking to receive alms but along but Peter along with John fixed his gaze on him and said, look at us. Come on, I, look at me. Look, look at me. The, the God is saying, if you would just look at me. Just, just look at me. Come on, just place your eyes upon me. He said, look at us. And he began to give them his attention. Expecting to receive something from power of the Holy Spirit is an engager 
of the root issues in our life. In many instances, what we think we need to resolve our issues is only the crutch that keeps us sitting at the gate asking for something that hinders us from moving and living life beyond what seems impossible. Here, here it is. Uh, when he saw Peter and John about to go into the temple, he began asking to receive alms. He didn't know who Peter and John was. He didn't recognize the grace on their life. Uh, he treated them as if they were the same uh, 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 people that were just going into the temple because it was the hour of prayer. How many times... Have we got to the gate and we treated the hour of prayer just like I'm just going to pray? You, you're, you're not just going to pray not understanding that somebody is going to meet you there to engage a real issue. I really want to encourage you that the next time you prepare to come to the house of God, I want you to, I want you to just pray the prayer, Lord, engage the real issues that are causing me to be lame in my walk with you, that are causing me to be lame in my devotion with you, that, that are causing me to be lame to the point that I cannot get to the house of prayer. Lord, will you engage the real issues of my life? Father, Father, as we, as we lift our hands, engage the real issues, the issues of faith, the issues of not understanding why certain things are happening in our lives. The real issues, I've never had a father in my life. So I don't know how to father my family and I'm married now. And so I only know how to be a husband from the point that I got a good job. I'm able to pay my bills. But, but I don't know how to talk to my children. I, I don't know how to have a conversation. I, I don't know how to hold them in my arms. I, I, I don't know how to do all of this fatherly stuff. And so it's causing me to sit at a gate. It's causing me to be lame in my relationship with my son and my daughter. I don't know what it means to not sell drugs on the street. That's all I know. And now I'm working a job and I don't have enough money in it. And it seems like I'm struggling more than I've ever struggled before. And so it's causing me to become lame in my purpose and my dream because all I know is standing on a corner. Will you engage this real issue? I, I, nobody's ever really given me a chance to, to live my life. And nobody's really given me the opportunity because I had to raise myself. And now I'm raising Raising my, my sister and my brother and, and all I have. And the only outlet I have is to sell drugs. The, the only outlet that I have is to cheat on my wife because I never saw my father be faithful and, and I never hung around men that were faithful and that's all I knew that when it wasn't working I would go somewhere else and I would find this and, and, and sleeping with women has become a, a lame point in my life and I'm just sitting at a gate it 
seems like every day my issue just drops me at the gate. But people are walking past me to go pray. Lord, will you engage this real issue? Come on, I want you to hear this again. The power of the Holy Spirit is an engager of the root issues in our life. If you and I could just simply say, Lord, I know that you know the root issue in my life. I know that you know the areas that have caused me to be lame in my walk with you. I surrender and I make myself available for you and the Holy Spirit to engage this abandonment, to engage this root issue of rejection. Come on now. To engage this, this root issue of, of never being validated and affirmed in my life. And, and so everything in my life is always centered around, i got to have a compliment. I've got to be around people who are going to speak highly of me, but I'm still sitting at a gate empty. The root issue is that God wants to engage your issues by empowering you. Whew. Come on. He wants to empower you. Number two, the power of healing takes place in a relevant created space that empowers. It grants you the authority. It gives you the authority. Come on. It replaces what has hindered you from walking and living. In Acts 3 and 7, it says right here, 6 and 7, but Peter said, I do not possess silver and gold, but what I have, I do give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene, walk. And seizing him by the right hand, he raised him up and immediately his feet and his ankles were strengthened. The power of the Holy Ghost engages the real issues. I'm lame. Come on now. It empowers what has been lame to now walk. The power of the Holy Spirit always empowers us to do what we tend to struggle, overlook, or deny ourselves the ability to overcome. The power of empowerment releases us to empower, releases us to operate in the authority of doing what we never thought we could do on our own. It empowers us to walk in the strength of Jesus Christ. Come on now. The power of healing in Acts right here. The, the power of healing takes place in a relevant created space that engages the real issues. That engages the physical need, the emotional need, the, the spiritual need. It, it engages every part. It engages the issues. But then it responds by empowering us. It, it, it gives us the authority. It, it speaks to 
the lameness and it says walk come on now it, it, it doesn't it doesn't give you it doesn't give you uh, empower you to have a pity party I know that no 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 Peter says I give you Jesus the Nazarene walk not only does it empower us But it empowers us to walk in the strength of Jesus Christ. Number one, it engages. Number two, it empowers. Number three, you amaze me. Wonderful, incredible, mighty and awesome. Number three, it encompasses. It accomplishes what it was sent to do. Peter and John were sent that day to engage a lame man, to empower this lame man to do nothing but to walk. <laughs> and then they were sent to accomplish what he himself could not accomplish on his own. It restores. They were sent to restore, revive, reconcile what had been broken, buried, and bruised. <laughs> I like what Acts 3, 8 and 10 says. 8 through 10 says, with the leap he stood upright. And begin to walk. And he entered the temple with them. <laughs> Walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. And they were taking note of him as being the one who used to sit at the beautiful gate of the temple to beg alms. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened. I, I want to go back to that point right there where it says, um, and they took note of him being as him being the one who used to. I, I want to pause right here. Uh, uh, people are getting ready to look at what you used to be of how you used to sound, of how you used to sit at the gate and you didn't have, and you were wondering when somebody was going to engage the real issue of lameness in your life. When was God going to send somebody to empower me with the authority that I could walk even though I never saw myself walking, even though I never experienced what it felt like to walk on my legs. I had to sit on my legs. I had to crawl my way but then God accomplishes that thing in my life I'm able now to praise him just like everybody else I'm able to get into the house of God and experience the power but the key to this text here is that they were taking note that means that they were looking that means that they were examining that means that they were walking around saying uh, uh, is this fake uh, is it real y'all didn't hear me on Tuesday preaching that unlocks a confused 
closed moment will allow the Holy Spirit to send you on an assignment to touch somebody at the gate called beautiful an assignment that causes you to engage a moment of lamelessness a, a, a lifetime where they have been lame in their walk they've been unable to serve God unable to love their family unable to do and to do that and then God is going to empower us he's going to empower you to give somebody the authority that it's time to get up in the name of Jesus of Nazareth I command you to walk I command you to get up out of your seat and walk like you've never walked but don't just walk I need you to walk with me because this is the hour of prayer it's the hour where we're headed to the temple it's the hour where we're headed to the presence of God it's the hour where the presence of the Lord is going to allow other people who've walked past you for years other people who've forgotten about you they've laughed at you they've talked about you they've mistreated you they've abandoned you but it's your hour the ninth hour the hour of prayer the prayers of the righteous man availeth much the power of the Holy Ghost wants to engage a real issue the power of the Holy Ghost it wants to empower with authority so that you and I can walk again can live again and when he's finished and when the glory of the Lord encompasses us it'll cause me to leap it'll cause me to dance it'll cause me to walk around with such confidence it'll cause me to praise him I'll praise you the rest of my life I'll praise you all the days of my life I was once blind but now I see I was once lame but now I can walk I'll never go back to the ground again I'll never go back to that place again because I feel the joy of the Lord I feel the presence of the Lord I feel the power of God the power that empowers you the power of the Holy Spirit that wants to engage a place where you've been lame a place where you were not able to walk a place where you were handicapped but I feel the power of God all I need to give you today is Jesus of Nazareth he says by the power invested in me by the power of my father by the power of the son by the power of the Holy Ghost all you need to do is get up and walk take up your bed and walk you never have to beg again you never have to be desperate again you don't have to be overlooked again forgotten by walk by just get up and walk Hallelujah. Look at somebody and say, you've got power to walk again. You've got power to walk for the first time in your life. Come on, lift your hands. For the first time in your life, you got power to walk. I've never walked like this before. But I got power to walk power to live right power to talk right power to pray right power to believe right I got power 
power on the inside of me that's going to empower me to walk. It's going to engage me in such a way. The power of God in a relevant, created space, it engages, empowers, and encompasses. Come on, lift your hands. The encompassing power of the Holy Spirit will always accomplish what it has been sent to do. Yet it needs willing and available human vessels to be restored, revived, and reconciled back to living life beyond their own physical disabilities. <laughs> it needs human vessels that it can restore, revive, and reconcile to live life beyond their own physical disabilities, hindrances. Come on, lift your hand. We've all experienced a moment where we were dropped off at the gate. We've all experienced a moment where we were lame because when you look back into the, into the life of the priest in the Old Testament, lameness was a disqualification for anyone to enter the temple. <laughs> and so now, because Jesus dies on the cross, he breaks the curses. He breaks the disqualifications that were once set. And under the new covenant, he makes whole what was once unable to be made whole. See, that's why we have to worship him through the finished work. No longer do you have to sit at the gate. All you have to do now is walk. No longer do you have to wait for a Peter or a John to pass you. All you have to do is lift your hands and begin to say, Lord, engage this issue in my life. And as you engage this issue in my life, empower me with the authority to get up and to walk away from it, to get up and to walk through it, to get up and to walk out of it, to get up and walk away from it. But Lord, as you empower me to walk away from it, as you empower me to walk through it and out of it, Father, encompass me. Accomplish what you need to accomplish. Father, take me straight into your presence, oh God. The first place that I want to feel whole again is in your presence. Rarely do you see in the Gospels when Jesus heals somebody that they did not run and talk about it. 
no, 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 no. I think one of the only times that we can really see this is with the, is with the lepers. Nine of them chose to go the other way. It was the one who said, I need to show myself. Come on, I want to hit y'all right here. I need to show myself to the priest because it is the priest. The priest can only validate healing in my life. This was before Jesus. Come on now. Uh, this was before he died on the cross and he rose again. And, and with all power in his hand, he was ascended. But before he went to heaven, he says, by, by, by spiritual law, I've got to send you to a priest so that the priest can receive your healing. So, so that the priest himself. But then Jesus' death, his burial, and his resurrection causes him now to become the chief high priest. So no longer do I have to show myself to my mama. No longer do I have to validate what God has done in my life. Because the chief high priest has already finished it for me. He's already validated it. He's already affirmed that I'm made whole. He's already affirmed that I am a part of a royal priesthood. That I have been adopted into his family. And all I have to do is live by faith all I have to do is walk out the things of God in my life <laughs> see that's why we worship from the response <laughs> my worship is responding to what he's already done so father we thank you Come on, just ask the Lord, engage the real issue. Come on, look at your life. Virtually, come on, look at your life. You know the issue that you have. Come on, you, you, know, you know what's stopping you. You know what's holding you back. You, come on, deal with the issue. Ask the Lord to engage that issue of lameness in your life. You're no longer under the law of condemnation but you're under the new covenant of grace where God gives you the liberty oh, and the freedom to be made whole in his presence and by his presence and through his presence Father empower me grant me the authority that I can speak to the mountain the mountain be removed. Empower me with the faith the size of a mustard seed. Encompass and accomplish what you want to accomplish in me so that my life becomes a reflection for others to see what I used to be. what I used to look like. I'm not what I used to be. Not what I used to look like. But I'm healed. And I'm free. I'm not what I used to be, 
not what I look like, but I'm healed and I'm free. I'm not what I used to be, not what I used to look like, but I'm healed and I'm free. Walking in grace, yeah. Said I'm healed, I'm free. Walking in grace in his favor. Eh, yeah, yeah. Through his love, yeah. Said I'm healed, and I'm free. Walking in his grace and favor. Living life, yeah, more abundantly, yeah. Said I'm healed. Lord, you made me free. I'm walking in grace and favor. Living life more abundantly, not what I used to be. Not what I used to look like, but I'm healed and I'm free. Walking in grace and favor, living life abundantly. Oh, that's who I am. Hey, that's who I am. That's who I am. I remember the days of the gate called Beautiful, where people used to walk by me. I remember the days where I was desperate. I remember the nights when I was hungry. But now I'm not what I used to be. I'm not what I used to look like. But I'm healed and I'm Walking in grace and favor. Hey, said I'm healed. Said I'm free. Walking in grace and favor. Said I'm healed. Healed. I'm free. Walking in grace and favor. Said I'm walking in grace and favor. 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 Hey, said I'm healed. Free. Said I'm healed. Free. I'm healed. Hallelujah. Come on, look at somebody and say, I'm walking in grace and favor. Hallelujah. That's the song for your life this week. I'm not what I used to be. I'm not what I used to look like. But I'm healed. I'm free. I'm walking in grace and favor. Living life abundantly. 
that's who I am. <laughs> Hallelujah. Somebody write that down. <laughs> Mom, you're writing it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm walking in grace and favor. Living life abundantly. That's who I am. I'm not who I used to be. I'm not what I used to look like. I'm healed. Free. Walking in grace and favor. Living life abundantly. That's who I am. At a gate called beautiful. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we love you and we appreciate you today. Thank you, Father. I want you all to understand that we're in a new, that we're in uncharted waters for us. And so just like the apostles, they were in uncharted territory because everything they did, it was their first time. <laughs> it was the first time on their own and I think we're on our own now. <laughs> the Lord has empowered us through him to stand on our own for eight years. took us to stand on our own. I love you. If you didn't have an opportunity to give on today, I want you to sing. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. I love you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. That's why I set you all there, because I heard the Lord say, you've got to teach them how to create the prophetic sound that was preached. When I was sitting as a leader, I was empowered by my pastor. The first one to do it was Bishop Eddie L. Long. He said, I want new songs. And immediately I began to ask the Lord, give me songs. Yes. We love you. Have a great day today. Stay in the presence. Stay at the gate until he engages the issue he sends someone to engage it he's going to empower someone to give you the authority to get up and walk and then he's going to encompass he's going to accomplish everything that he was sent to do in your life be free today 
peace to the family, peace to the bishop, peace to us all. We love you. Have a great day today. Amen. God bless you. Amen.